Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, Scoob Believer. Hello there, Scoob Believer. Hey, if you're anything like me, I am just so tired of going from screen to screen to screen trying to figure out my analytics for all of my social medias and trying to figure out where I can put any and all my energies to get as much reach as I can. Well, I think I've finally found the solution. Elementary analytics. That's right. Elementary analytics. Now at a single press of a button, I can see all my social media analytics from Google to Twitter to Facebook, all my important information all on one screen, all on one screen. Can you believe it? And if you really needed to, you could print charts for any possible meetings you might have. If you want to learn more about this amazing program, go to tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial with no credit card needed. That's tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial. Try it right now and see what it can do for you. This is Dina Lynn Rosenbush with the Language of Play podcast on the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, episode number 38. Welcome. To the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob Believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! Hello, Scoob Believers, and welcome to another edition of Undiscovered Entrepreneur, and it's me, DJ Scoob, <laughs> coming at you on whatever device you happen to be listening on. I just want to mention something right away here at the beginning of the show. I do have a special announcement that I want to make sure you stay tuned for, so get all the way to the end to be able to hear it. So today, we are actually talking to a young lady named Dina Lin. Now, Dina is amazing. She has a brand new podcast that just came out. Happy to come across her. It's amazing. So it's called The Language of Play, and it has a lot to do with talking about your children and how you could be able to talk with them, express, understand what they're talking about. Now, Dina, uh, Dina Lin started out as a speech-language pathologist and did that for many, many years. And using that knowledge, combined with her knowledge of children, decided to put something out into the world for everybody to learn from. She has some great, great stories. Definitely a cute story I want you to hear about uh, with her grandchild. Oh, it's so cute. Anyway, before I get any deeper into what we're doing talking about here, let's listen to Dina Lynn. School believers, and we are here again with another amazing brand making new entrepreneur. Today, we're here with Dina Lynn. Hi, Dina. Hello, thank you for having me here today. I'm so excited to have you on the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. We've been putting this together for a little time, and I'm really glad we finally got it together. Yay, me too. Yay. All right, <laughs> so I'm going to start you off with a really kind of important, serious question. Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right, are you a school believer? Absolutely. How could I not be? All right. Hey, we got our next school believer. Thank you, Neil. And thank you very, very much for being a school believer on the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. All right. So please do me a favor and just tell me a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your entrepreneur adventure, and how long you've actually been doing it for. Oh, boy. All right. So 
this adventure that I'm doing now is less than a year. I have, as you know, just launched a podcast. And as I've been like trying to figure out what it is that I'm going to do, I have like been dabbling in all these different things, trying to whittle down what it was that I'm doing. And I landed in podcasting. And so now that's where I'm at. And I have really been enjoying the people that I meet and and oh boy, the learning. Oh, the learning curve is so steep, but it's still been joyful and fun. Yeah, and that's actually part of the fun of an entrepreneur's venture is learning new things and, and meeting new people and people that want to support you and everything that you do. So you got a lot more of that work, you know, coming to you. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, what made you want to start your business? What was the catalyst that kind of got you going? Well, in my life, I had a, a career as a speech language pathologist in the schools. And during that time, I was also a parent of my children as they grew through all the years. And while I was going through teacher training and speech pathology training um, as like continuing education, I kept thinking, man, this would work at home. <laughs> this would work with my kids. I should do this with my kids. So anyway, yes, of course, I implemented those things with my students, but I found that I would implement a lot of my learning with my kids. And I kept thinking, I should tell other parents this. And I sat on it for many years because when you work a teacher schedule and you're a parent, your world is full. And um, now my kids are out and I decided that I'm going to do this. I'm going to share this information with parents. And, you know, like the information that I learned so much, it was geared towards children with speech and language difficulties. But those tricks and techniques and strategies work with all children and not just for teachers to do, but for parents and anybody that works with children to do. So I want to just share that information because it's just, it's a good way to be <laughs> with kids. It helps you to get behind, well, my phrase is get behind the eyes of the child to talk to them in the way their brain understands. That's that's really important too, because when when you talk to a child and they don't understand what you're talking about or even talking in their type of language, uh, they're, they're not going to comprehend what you're trying to say. So being having that ability to be able to talk to a child like that is very very important and i i from what i've heard from your podcast i've actually been i've been listening to her podcast what's the name of your podcast again the language of play the language of i love that by the way that's amazing um i've listened to everything that you've put out so far and i do have a 16 year old child but i do have a 4 year old granddaughter as well too so it's it's something that I've actually been learning about, and I've raised three kids already, and I'm I'm still learning stuff from you. So it's it's amazing that you're putting out that kind of information. I think anybody that's raising children at this point could benefit from it. Yeah, I think so too. That's <laughs> <laughs> the reason I put it out, and and also I too have a, a grandson, and it has been just wonderful to watch. Like I didn't know this stuff when I raised my kids. It was the process of learning while I was raising them, the process of teaching while I was also raising them when I learned this. But now understanding this kind of thing, and my daughter does too. So we're looking at her son and the behavior he has. And it's so much different to look at his behavior and to see what is like, what is his understanding? And here's a real simple one, because he's only one. So uh, she asked him if he wants some toast. And he's been studying body parts. So he grabs his feet and says, Tsts. so he was combining <laughs> toast with toes. And he heard, Sts, you know, the STS yeah. on the end the toast. And so we realized, yeah, that's what he understood. Because his behavior showed us what he actually understood. And so he said, yes, while he grabbed his feet. So when he grabs his feet, that means he wants toast? Or, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, word, what it really means is he didn't know there was another word about toes. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he's trying to figure out what are we talking about? Are we going to eat our toes? <laughs> so he doesn't hear that difference. And so now because we, that's just one example. Maybe it's a, a bad example if you have big kids, but you get the idea of how kids, they're understanding what they're hearing based on what they already know. And so they're attaching what they hear this next time 
onto their current knowledge. And we so often think, oh, of course he understands that. So like he had toast yesterday, so he'll understand toast today. But what did he really understand is shown in his behavior. And he grabbed his feet. So he really didn't know we were talking about food <laughs> or bread. <laughs> That's great. That is so awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you actually went through that experiences with the other children just so you can get the information that you need about raising children to us. You know, yeah. as adu- as adults that are raising children, I mean, that's great information. So, thank you very much for putting that all together. Thank you. Yes, it is coming together and it's a continuous coming together as I am new right now as you and I are speaking, there are seven published episodes. So, I am a beginner. <laughs> well, it's you know, what, what's the nice thing though is you started, that's the main thing that you actually started something. And a lot of people that have the idea won't even start. I mean, they'll have the idea and they'll just keep that idea, but they won't actually take that first step to get across the start line. That's what I call that. It's getting across the start line uh, to, to make those differences for other people. Cause there are, you know, a lot of people are afraid or, or they're afraid of failure. They're afraid of what's going to happen. And so much is going through our mind, but once you actually get started, once you actually take that step, that first step towards something, then you're finding yourself, Oh, this is going to work. Well, what, what about the, what's my next step? Then what's my next step. And now you've put out a podcast, you've put out seven episodes. And I got to tell you, every episode that I've listened to has been, had a lot of great information for anybody that's raising children. I'm definitely going to suggest that to a lot of my friends who just had kids. Um, so a lot of my podcasting friends are just now having kids. So I'm, I'm definitely going to be uh, suggesting your podcast. Thank you. That's great. Yeah, And what you say about, you know, like that getting started and the waiting, like that was me too. You know, like I had things in my mind for 10 years, but never really, well, 10 years ago, I didn't have podcasting as something I even knew existed. And then, um, you know, then I have another idea, but then there's life that takes you away. And then, you know, like I didn't act either for a long time until finally it like materialized. Ah, oh, the things I like to do kind of is all wrapped up in podcasting. That's cool. Okay. Now I've got somewhere to direct the ideas. <laughs> That's great. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and move on to the next question here because I could I could talk about this all day. <laughs> so um, as you're going along, I know you're kind of new at this. You're just starting podcasting and whatnot. But what are some of the pitfalls or problems that that you've come across over the last, you know, since you've started? <laughs> How long do you have tonight? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It's getting kind of late. Uh, no, just like. You know. I think for me as an individual, the biggest I don't know if it's a pitfall, but I'll call it a struggle, is that um, I didn't have business in my background. I didn't have computers in my background. I wasn't on social media, so I never had those kind of things on my background. I didn't have audio in my background. So not only are the platforms and the hardware of doing stuff new to me, I didn't know the language to communicate about it. So when I have a question, even on the simple things, I didn't know the vocabulary to be able to ask the questions. So people would say to me, ask me if you have a question. I'd say, okay, I couldn't form the question. So, you know, like that um, has been the big, big learning curve is to get an understanding of how does it all work and what is the vocabulary for it? So, you know, like some people grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. I did not. Some people grew up with business mindedness around them or audio stuff or or like the current generation with computers around them. You know, I'm older than that. <laughs> it's all been new to me in many ways. So that's been my my biggest struggle is that like I, don't, I want my brain to learn faster. You know, like I'm trying to put in so much information. I feel like it just flows over the top of the cup. So holding on to all that information. And it's tough to hold on to. It, it sometimes it really is tough to hold on to. It, it kind of comes at you like a hailstorm, you know. It's just yeah. like this. All this information is like, oh, I'll show you those. I show. Wait a minute. Let me. Okay. Well, now I got it. Okay. Well, that's too much information. Hang on. Just give me just a second. I'm going to go over here. You know, it could be overwhelming sometimes. And that, that's exactly what it is. And I sought out coaches, and I found fabulous coaches. And then one person said to me, Dina Lynn, you 
have found many coaches that will get people from one to five and they can go from one to five really fast, but you are not at one yet. You need to find the coach that is the zero to one and the zero to one is the big leap. And you've mentioned that book. And she told me, you need to go read that book. And I read it twice. And I I thought to myself, yeah, this is a big leap for me because so much of the personal growth part on top of all the things that I just mentioned was, was a challenge. Absolutely. It's always a challenge. It's just a learning. It's part of the learning process, you know, being able to get those the information that you need that's pertinent. You get that out there first so you can actually cross that start line and get from that zero, zero to one, you know, mm-hmm. and if anybody, and this, I'm sorry, it's shameless self plug. Sorry. If anybody's interested, gets interested in from getting to zero to one, that's actually where I specialize in, in my coaching, doing it today, coaching. Uh, if anybody And you've helped to- me some too. And I have appreciated that. Yes, you have. Just to kind of get my mind in one area, because when you're new, like everything's a shiny object. And, and you know that when you hear you need to learn how to do emailing and you need to know how to do your podcast, you know, like all the different things you need to learn how to do, it comes in at equal volume because you can't prioritize when you're brand new. You have like, I had no idea what the priority ought to be. So I would listen to this person and listen to that person. And each time I'd listen to somebody, I'd run down that trail for a while and then realize, oh, wait a minute, I can't go this trail any further. I have to go get the foundation. Exactly. Exactly. Make sure you get your foundational things done first and then move on to, you know, you don't want to overextend yourself. You want to get really good at one or two or three things that you're really, you know, efficient at and then spread out to other things. That way you're not overwhelming yourself and you could build those steps. You could build those blocks off of each other. So, so we got the podcasting. Okay. We now got the podcasting, the podcasting good. And let's go out to uh, reaching out to my podcast listeners to understand what they're looking for. Okay, now let's talk about email. You know, you want to build things instead of trying to pile one big pile on top of everything at once. You want to turn that pile into stepping stones. So right. so it's it's easier to manage and then you're not missing anything too because what happens when you put everything into a big pile? You start rooting through the pile. Oh, I missed something. Oh, there it goes. You know, so yeah, it's yeah. really important to build those building blocks. And and spend a lot of time there. Yeah. And the other thing too, that you said, which was really, I really, I'm glad you said something. Sometimes the question could actually be more important than the answer, mm-hmm. you know, cause mm-hmm. you're never going to get the answer unless you, you get the question right. And when you don't know what the question really is or how to actually verbalize the question, it can, it could be very exasperating and sometimes uh, bring you down even cause you're not sure how you're supposed to say this. So you know, I I learned definitely listening to other people in other podcasts, learning from other people in audiobooks and things of that nature. I have been able to increase my vocabulary and to be able to ask the correct questions so I can move on with my entrepreneur adventure. Yes, absolutely. And I have learned that too from what your podcast. One of the things that has just really helped me is it's helped my heart in it. You know, when I listen to other people say their struggle. And that they couldn't hold on to all the information or they didn't know how to say something and they didn't know who to ask for help. And they didn't, you know, like all the different things. I'm like, oh, me too, me too, me too. And all those different things. And I found it to be um, encouraging for me to realize, okay, they're somewhere, they're doing it, they're successful. And they still started out this way. So when I first heard of your podcast, I went and I specifically looked for, okay, the first episode and then the year later. (laughs) Or the first one, and then the six months later, to hear, okay, so how did those people make progress? Right, and it was encouraging to me. So I've appreciated your podcast too. Oh, thank you. I I really appreciate the the kind words, and I'm going to be doing some more of those follow ups. I am going to be doing some more of those follow ups. They are coming here real soon. <laughs> hey. All right. So, um. Going on to the next question here, uh, what I would like to talk about is influences and people that you look up to and and people that help you keep moving in your entrepreneur adventure. Uh, have you had anybody like that that kind of influences you or kind of keeps you moving forward? You know, I think I've been really fortunate. I have been I've been meeting many, many 
fabulous people. I don't, part of me hesitates to say, because I'll forget somebody, you know, like I I've been part of numerous groups where people have been helpful in, in various ways, you know, like some groups are really helpful to meet other people. Like I was going to speakers playhouse, you know, you, you meet other people that are speaking. I've been in power partners and you meet people that are going to help you in, in doing your thing. And I've been in a couple different podcasting groups where, where they say, okay, here's, here's what I did. And here's how I handled the problem. And here's the direction to go. And here's how we do this thing. And, and, and so many more Toastmasters group trying to learn how to speak a little better with <laughs> a little more fluidity. And, you know, there's, there's more groups. All of them have been influencers. And the, the person, I think, I don't know why I'm thinking of this right now, maybe because we just talked about it, but the person that said to me, you're, you're at zero. The leap from zero to one is so big. It is okay to say no to many people right now. Just focus on learning zero to one. And and she was selling stuff. And so she advised me, don't buy any of this stuff. It's not for you yet. But again, I couldn't prioritize because I just knew that I didn't know any of what anybody was teaching. And I was supposed to learn it all. And she really, really impacted me too, because she came alongside and she saw me. She saw where I'm actually at. She saw me as the green beginner that I actually am. Whereas sometimes when I'd say to somebody, I, I'm more green than that, they would feel like I'm insulting myself. And I would feel like I'm just trying to be transparent. So it was a, she was a really big influencer. That was Ginny Trask. So yeah, but there's so many, there's so many people that have been fantastic influencers for me. What was her name again? I'm sorry. That was Ginny Trask that said that to Ginny me. Ginny Trask. Okay. Shout out to Ginny Trask. Thank you so much for understanding us beginners. I actually <laughs> might try to reach out to her too, because it sounds like she kind of understands us us going, getting across the start line. So that's that's pretty awesome. So I appreciate that. Um, uh, one thing that you said, say, saying no is okay. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to say no to somebody or something, because when you say no to something, you're saying yes to something else. But on the other hand, if you're saying yes to something, what are you saying no to? You know, we got to keep that in mind because us being new, we can only handle so much, so much information and and doing so many appointments and things like that. So don't be afraid to say no. Saying no is okay. And it was a hard thing to learn at first. Like, which things do I say no to? Yeah. Because right now, especially us as as beginners, we want to say yes to everything because we don't want to miss an opportunity. We want we don't want to say, oh, no. And then all of a sudden, you know, oh, we missed that opportunity. So we want to say yes to everything. But do we just kind of kind of keep in the back of our head saying yes also means saying no. Sometimes it's saying no to uh, a project that we're working on to take time for that. Yes. Yeah, sometimes it's saying no to family time because we said yes to this other project. And sometimes that can that you know that can overtake uh, our family time or whatever. We really don't want to do that, especially when it comes especially when it comes to family, when it comes to our kids and our time with our family. That's very precious to us. We only have uh, my uh, my virtual mentor Pat Flynn always says we only have eighteen summers with our children before they're gone. So we have to really we have to really take into heart how much time we actually have with our children. We don't want to take time away from our children because we have something that, you know, a business wise or something like that, take that extra time and effort to be with our family, with our children and that kind of thing. So once again, when you're saying yes to something, make sure you're not saying no to something that's more important. Absolutely. Good advice. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So it, here's a really good question. I really like this one. I know you're just getting started. You've come a long way to get to this start line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I right? have. You really have. <laughs> yeah, you've had a lot of different experiences, I think, just to get to the start line. But when would you know you've made it? When will you actually say, this is exactly where I wanted to be at this really exact time? What does that look like to you? I think that bar actually is set perhaps kind of low because my, like, being there at this point is like, okay, when I'm going to get up in the morning, I know what to do for my business 
in a given day. I know what my goals are for right now. I know this month, this week, this year goal. I'm able to like see the picture right now. I'm, you know, like everything is like a slap back, you know, um, maybe that's the wrong way to say it. It's like somebody says, oh, but do you have these things you can submit to me? And then I'm like, oh, I need to make them. And then how do I put them into the form that they want? And then how do I, you know, so everything that I'm doing is still like after the fact, get it back out there. But when I have stuff that when somebody asks me for different things, I can say, yeah, I got that. I know what you're talking about. Yes, I know where my goals are. I know what I'm doing today. I know what the priorities are for today in order to get me to my goals. That's actually where my bar is at this point. Like, I want to get there. And then I'll be like, okay, I can really make bigger goals now. I won't feel, I think, like I'm scrambling as much as I feel like I scramble now. Yeah, because scrambling is tough. It's tough mentally. Yeah. It's tough physically because you're trying to. You're all over the place. You're all over the place, and then when you're trying to do too much, too many things, you end up getting nothing accomplished. So, right. <laughs> yeah. So I that's that's where I am. That's where I have my sights right now is to be trimming away the no, to be focused on the yes, to get clear. Clearer and clearer all the time about what I'm saying yes and no to. So it aligns, it fits, and I'm confident. And then I, that's where I'm, maybe that's an unrealistic thing, but yet that's where I'm at. That's what I want. No, that's very realistic. That is very, very realistic. I mean, anybody that's. I think it's necessary too for some sanity. Yeah, that's for darn sure. (laughs) But to be clear on your goals, I mean, especially starting out, that's that's very, very important. That's a good goal to have. Uh, uh, one thing I do want to say on this, though, is um, I actually did uh, talked about this on a previous um, coaching that I did. Uh, when you're setting your goals, I usually set my goals in threes. One that's really close by, one that I can know is very achievable. The one that's kind of in the middle where I know it's going to take a little bit of work to do, but I know it's achievable. I can do it as long as I do the work. Then one that's way out there, you know, that's like, you know, it's you're reaching for the stars, but you're going to make it to the moon instead. You know, that kind of that kind of goal, you know, Um, having that far out goal is kind of like where I've made it. That's that's where I'm looking at for me. So kind of keep that in mind, too, because it really does give you a direction. And then the, having the small goal and the medium goal, that gives you a type of direction too, where you know you're going this direction towards that medium goal to get to the large goal. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It is. That's what I'm referring to with alignment. Yes. To kind of have myself a North Star and then understand my stepping stones to get there. That's, I think we're saying the same thing, but differently. Yes. No, it's exactly right. So it's, it's been validated, ladies and gentlemen. We both are saying the exact same thing. <laughs> so let me let me ask you this question a different different way then. What is your North Star? Do you have a North Star set for yourself? My North Star at this point, no, I don't think I have something that's too much farther than I can see. I No, I think I, I can't say that because... Everything that I now have as a goal is something that is probably that middle goal, that stretch goal. Like I, I think I can reach that, but the goal that is like, I don't know how to reach that. I don't know if I can reach that. It's kind of like beyond my ability to imagine still. No, that's okay. So that's something we need to work on. I want you to, I want you to have that North star kind of feel that, that, that goal that's way out there that you can actually get. I don't want this to turn into a coaching, sorry, but, (laughs) (laughs) but I want, I want you to have that. I really do. I think having that North star will give you a little more direction. Good. Okay. We'll work on that. We'll talk about that next time. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, I, I, this is one that I really like to, if you're just going along your entrepreneur adventure and you just run into somebody that's wants to take the same adventure as you or something similar to it, what advice would you give them? What steps would you have them take? 
It's funny you should ask that. Somebody just asked me this last week, how did you get into podcasting? I want to do that too. So he's going to come to my house and take a look at what I've got for recording equipment and stuff. That's what he's interested in uh, on Saturday. And um, I'm, I was just thinking about that earlier today. I'm not, it's like, I can tell him what I did. And I guess the advice that I would give would be to get clear on, you know, what the message is that you want to give, what area do you want to have as your, um, you know, who are you speaking to and what is it is your main message? Start kind of there, I guess. So anyway, we'll see. I think that's going to be after Saturday. I will know the answer to that because I will be answering those questions when he comes. And if I have, it's like I'm so new to this still that I don't, yeah, I guess I don't trust myself real well to give advice in something that I feel like I am still learning. I feel like I can say, okay, these are the things that I learned and this is what was helpful, but I still feel like such a beginner that I don't feel qualified to tell advice in this yet. Yeah. That's, and that's you, Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Um, I felt the same way too when I first got started. But the one thing that I always thought about is once I get to a point, even if you're just getting started, there's always somebody one step behind me. And that yeah. person that's one step behind you will want to know what you know. So that's the type of person. I mean, that's what you want to kind of keep in mind is, of course, you know this stuff because you've already done it already. You're that one step ahead of them. So don't be afraid yeah. to tell them what you know at this point because they don't know that yet. Right. Right. I just figure that, like, I'll just answer every question that he asks me. But I, I yeah, that's what I figure I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what you and then if you don't if you don't know the answer to it, then oh, yeah, I'll just, no, say I just tell them, I hey, I really don't know, but you can go here to find out, or you can talk to this person and find out or something, give them a direction to go. So you, yeah, I now know who the one to five people are and who the zero to one people are. So yep. we'll see where he's at when he talks to me on Saturday, if he's a one to five or a zero to one. <laughs> They're pretty quick to pick out too. <laughs> I'll find out. <laughs> also, um, don't and uh, God, I'm going to go right into coaching again. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> don't feel like you, that you're an imposter because when you say when you say I don't know and I'm afraid to not know this. Don't don't feel like I you know I'm I'm not qualified to talk about this. There are things that you are qualified to talk about even as a beginner. So don't give in to imposter syndrome because if you get into if you give into imposter syndrome now, you're going to give into it later, eventually, and that's going to stop you. Because you know what? That's what stopped me. I actually put everything on not put on hold, but I stopped advancing myself because I was going through a very serious imposter syndrome myself. I mean, who am I? I've only been doing this for a little while. I don't have any kind of qualifications. I don't, you, I mean, you have more education than I do as far as that's concerned. Why do I, you know, why do I have that kind of feeling? Um, but once I stopped owning imposter syndrome, my imposter syndrome, it, you know, I am suffering from imposter syndrome. Once I stopped saying that verbiage, for some reason, it just, I felt like there was a, a, a weight that was lifted off my shoulders because I'm not taking responsibility for something that's so negative. So, yeah. So don't don't give into imposter syndrome, I guess, would be the moral of the story. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So I told you this. I, I don't know why this is turning into a coaching. This is terrible. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> you'll title it coaching 101. Well, <laughs> coaching a beginner. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to get into something now you're, you're just starting your podcast mm -hmm. and, and I'm going to use a podcast as an example. I know you got a couple other things going, but the podcast is what I'm going to kind of concentrate on. So okay. say I'm like looking through Spotify or Apple pods or anything like that. And I see your podcast, but I also see a couple other podcasts that are kind of podcasting in that similar kind of niche. Mm -hmm. If I listen to all three podcasts, why should I listen to you? What's the one thing that you have that these other podcasts don't? I think when you are looking at 
parenting. And that's the topic, the genre that you would be in if you're going to be looking at my podcast. Then you are looking for help communicating with your kid. If your child is having behavior problems, you are wanting to communicate differently with them. What you've been doing probably isn't working. That's why you're on the podcast looking for help. Some of the podcasts are going to be talking maybe about behaviors and all this kind of stuff. Some things are going to overlap with what it is that I teach. But my focus is the communication strategies that you can use that develop the connection between your heart and your child's heart. And it changes the way you interact because I want I want parents to look at their language, the words they use, kind of like you just said to me, be careful for the words that you use. And when you communicate with your child with words that convey, oh, discovery, oh, huh, I didn't understand, you didn't understand toast. You grabbed your toes. You know, like you, you come to recognize that they're exploring, they're learning They are challenged also, but they don't know they're even challenged because they didn't know they didn't understand. So often they are just being curious. And if you can get into that mindset where you have curiosity and you respond to them with just genuine curiosity, not the why that you say, why'd you do that? Meaning do something different, but rather why'd you do that with the belief that they have a reason. It develops that connection and that belief with your kiddo. And then in that, they respond sooner. They start to respond better. They start to listen better because they are seen and they are heard. So there's some of the foundational pieces in my podcast that's going to draw in that connection with your kid. And they will be able to communicate with you and you with them better. The foundation is, you know, with kiddos that have speech and language impairment. But it works for all kids. In fact, I've had parents come back to me and say, I did that with my spouse and it worked. (laughs) (laughs) Because really, we're validating the humanity of one another. So it's good. Bravo. Bravo. Thank you. Annalyn, that's amazing. Thank you so much. That's so, that's just, my heart's a flutter right now. That's really good. I, I'm going to listen to your podcast. I, I mean, I've already listened to your podcast, but if I wasn't, I would be now. So, <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> what was that? Uh, what episode was that where he had, uh, where it was the, the, the reading to the child? Uh, was that episode seven? Episode four. 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 One year old uh, language learning with a book. Yes. 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 If anybody wants to start with anything and know exactly what she's about, that's a good start. I mean, you know, listen to zero and one and two and all that. But episode four was one that really hit home for me because it really got me thinking about how to communicate with the child, not just read the book to him, but have the child understand the book. So I really do recommend that episode four of your podcast. And in seven, I talk a little bit about that, too, because it was dual language learning home. So I referred to episode four and did an example. Uh-huh. For so that's what that's it was. Why you remembered seven. <laughs> yes. It all comes together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So here we are. I love this question. This is my favorite question. And I did steal this one. So sorry, everybody. What is the one question that you wish I would have asked you, but I didn't? I always forget one really good, important question. And my guess is like, oh, I really wish he asked me this question because I had the perfect answer for you. So do you have a, a question you wish I would have asked you, but didn't? Yeah. Some, what book do you read that really made a big difference? Oh, that's a good one. I really like that one. What is because I had a, I had a book like that too. It really made a big difference in my life, and that was the big leap. So, uh, what what was your book that really made a big difference in your life? I will say, the big leap has made a huge difference in my life, actually. And oh, I wanted good. to say that because that was the one that I know that you particularly advocate for. I have read some other books too, and I will say, there's one that was by. Uh, Shiraz Babu that has made a really big difference. And that was rewriting reality. Ooh, okay. And he talks about how when you believe something, then you see it versus seeing it and then believing it. 
So when you believe something is going to be, you tend to walk in that way and create some of those realities for yourself because you're already believing that it's going to happen. Fantastic. I'm going to clip that out. That's, a, that's great. I really appreciate you saying that. I'm going to look, definitely look that book up. That's, that sounds like a fantastic book for, for a good mindset. It is. And it was very helpful. That's another book that I read twice because it was worth it. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> All right. Thank you for answering that question that, that you came up with. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So here, here, here are some of the fun now. Here we go. So at this point, I want to ask you, I'm going to follow up with you in the next six months. So in six months, where do you see you, yourself, your, your podcast, your business? What do you have set up for yourself in the next six months? I'm going to reach in that next six months, everything that I just told you that I wanted as like when I have arrived, I am going to have my goals like short medium and North star. I'm going to be able to know what I do on a daily, weekly basis that gets me there to be able to figure out the steps along the way. I am going to know how to use all this recording equipment without having to do and redo and redo because I missed something in the steps <laughs> or I erase it accidentally. I am going to um, know how to communicate with people that I want to have on my podcast and and know how to edit and publish without quite as much effort. Those are the things that in six months is going to be really solid. There you go. <laughs> I, lo I love the conviction in your voice. I will. I will have this will. done. That's great. So what we're going to do is in six months, I'm going to follow up with you again. We're going to have another conversation just like this. And we're going to see if we actually made those goals. But it sounds like to me you we will. will. Yes. We will. <laughs> or more, right? My dad. Uh, well, to, I'm hoping more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My dad always says, always say and more or more. And, you know. <laughs> yeah. I do expect that there's going to be more because that, what I just said, is like where I've had all my energy and I am totally focused on that. So maybe it'll be sooner than that. We'll see. Oh, we'll see. I'm really excited to I'm really excited to follow up with you in six months and see and have that all come to fruition. Thank you. All Thank right. you. I'm looking forward to it also. All right. All right, Dina Lynn, it's time. It's your time to shine now. I want you to go ahead and advertise yourself, advertise your podcast and whatever you're putting together for you. Ready, set, all go. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, parents. Uh, anytime that you are struggling with your kiddos, uh, come join me at the Language of Play. You will be able to learn about how to communicate and connect with your kids through simple strategies to help them listen better. There we go. And what's the name of the podcast? Sorry, on the podcast called The Language of Play. The Language of Play. And how do we get a hold of you personally? If we want to if we want to ask you questions or anything like that, how do we get a hold of you? Hello at thelanguageofplay.com. Oh, I like that. <laughs> hello. You know, right. Yep. Do you have any hello. Do you have any are you working any of the social medias right now? Um, I am learning Facebook a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And I have been on LinkedIn, but I haven't updated my profile for a year. <laughs> and then, but that's, that's pretty much where I'm putting my, like, that's it for social media so far. I've been really focused on trying to do the other learning, which is how to do the podcasting. Right, right. So if we want to find you on Facebook, do we just look, what do we look under? Uh, Dina Lynn Rosenbush. Okay. At this point, but I want to open a page that is the language of play. So someday you'll see that one. I also bought the domain, the language of play.com, but there's no website there yet. I just have the domain. So if you're looking at or hearing this in the future, go ahead and look at the language of play.com and you will find something sometime. Eventually. <laughs> yes. All right. Dylan, thank you so, so much for being the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. I really think we taught some great uh, experiences to a lot of the school believers out there. And, and thank you just so much for doing what you do. Thank you so much, too, for having me. It's a joy to be here. And 
I feel quite privileged to be able to share this early part in conversation because of how much I benefited listening to other people's early parts in their journeys. And thank you for being that person that exposes the early parts of business building. You're very welcome. All right. All right, school believers, thank you so much. And make sure you stay tuned for the wrap up. All right, everybody. Thank you. Right, everybody. That was Dina Lynn. Man, she was amazing. She has some fantastic stories about children. And I really like the fact that she's out there to help other people learn about children, take the experiences that she's had with children, and integrating all her knowledge into finding out new ways to be able to communicate with our children. Um, Love the book story. Uh, Make sure you check that out in episode four and episode seven of The Language of Play on all podcasting stations. Look her up. And I, I just got to say this real quick. I really want to thank that. Thank you, Danielin, for the fantastic positive words you've had about the impact that uh, the Undiscovered Entrepreneurs had on you and uh, all the school believers out there. Thank you just so, so much. She really has fantastic ideas. And I think one of the things I really like talking about, too, is the coaching from zero to one. Um, that means a lot to me, too, because that's kind of where I kind of set myself for coaching is coaching the zero to one. Um, that's a really important piece because that's where we need to kind of get started. So it's really important to be done. So I just love the, everything that she's done. And I really hope she continues on. I can't wait to see where she ends up in the next six months because she has some fantastic goals for herself. So I'm really excited about that. So what I'd like to know here from you at this point is what your actual takeaways from the episode is. So for example, what is your North Star? I know my North Star and where I'm headed and knowing where your North Star is will definitely give you a place to go. So tell me about your North Star. Look down in the comments or uh, DM me on Twitter and tell me where your North Star is. All right. Now we're going to talk a little bit about that special message that I have for you all that I'm really, really excited to talk about. Starting next week, we are going weekly. We're increasing our shows to bring you more information about starting your entrepreneur adventure. So what we're going to be doing is I talked a little bit about this in the last episode, but uh, the next episode you're going to see is coming up on Tuesday, this Tuesday coming up. So no more waiting two weeks and you're going to hear a coaching that I've done. And then the week after that, you're going to hear a new undiscovered entrepreneur. And then the week after that, you're going to see or hear a Another coaching. So we're going to go back and forth, back and forth a little bit to kind of figure out what we're doing here. And I really hope that you all can learn more, even more about entrepreneurship and how you could possibly get started. Also, I'm really looking forward to episode 40 that's coming out here real soon. Uh, And that is going to be a very, very special event that I'm putting on uh, for anybody and everybody. I'll have more information for you on the next episode. So make sure you hit the subscribe button so you do not miss it. So if you want to get a hold of me for anything and everything, please contact me on Twitter, which is at DJ Scoob 2021. And we're still looking for that first Facebook Scoob Believer. So once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash FB Scoob. If you want to join my Undiscovered Entrepreneur Facebook group, that way we can help each other out. You could also start seeing some of my newest stuff on Instagram at UEPodcast2021. And if you want to see some of the new TikToks I got going out, yes, I'm still doing these weird TikTok things. Same place, UEPodcast2021. I also have a YouTube channel that I have put together. So if you're looking for some visual stuff to go with the podcast, visit Undiscovered Entrepreneur on YouTube. All right, school believers, thank you so, so much for another fantastic episode And I'm looking forward to that new coaching episode that's coming out in one week. So here we go. It's getting real, ladies and gentlemen. And thank you, Scoob Believers, for another fantastic episode. All right, everybody. (laughs) Bye-bye. Hello there. DJ Scoob here. And I just want to personally say thank you for listening to my program. I really hope you learned something. Tune in in two weeks. To listen to another brand new entrepreneur. And remember, 
I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. Okay, so we're going to tap matching pairs. Hombre. Hombre is man. Soy. Soy is... I am. Niña. Niña's girl. Yo. Yo is I. There we go. El hombre. El hombre. El hombre. Cool. We're going to tap him again. Hombre means man. Mujer. Mujer means woman. Soy. Soy is I am. Yo. Yo is I. El niño. El, el niño. La mujer. La, La mujer. Mujer. Una, un hombre, una mujer. There we go. Una niña. Una, una. niña. Niña. Right. Yo soy una mujer. Yo soy una mujer. I am a woman. Yeah, here we go. El niño, la niña. Got some conjugation happening here. Yo soy un hombre. I am a man. Yeah. El niño, la niña. El niño, la niña. A woman. Mujer. Mujer. No, wait. Mujer. Una, Una mujer. mujer. There we go. Got it that time. The boy, the girl. Yo, Yo. niño. Niño. La, la niña. Niña. Oh, el niño, la niña. Okay. I am a man. Yo, Yo. soy. Soy. Un hombre. There we go. I am a boy. Yo soy uno. Oops. Niño. Yo soy una. Niño. There we go. The boy, the girl. So we're going to go. Yo niño. La niña. That's what I did last time. Oops. El niño. Okay, we're going to take it all niña. back. Okay. El, El niño. Niño. La, la niña. Niña. <laughs> I got it right that time. All right. We did it. Awesome. As a worker of two full-time jobs, running a podcast and coaching, every minute counts in my day-to-day. It's hard to be consistent in any of my social medias. And at this point, I cannot hire a social media manager. Pinnacle AI to the rescue. I've been using Pinnacle AI for a couple of weeks now. I've seen big improvements in my outreach and consistency in all my social medias. Do you want to save time and increase your productivity too? Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI for more information. Save yourself time and grow your brand. Try it now and see what it can do for you.